Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. Welcome to the platform where the intention is to help you live your rich, authentically aligned, wholesome life. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Watkins. Together, let's raise our vibrations and awareness in order for you to live the raw life that was meant for you. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Live Your Raw Life podcast. I so hope you enjoyed the conversation last week with Sarah. She is just such a shiny, bright light in this world and so extremely knowledgeable. I hope she was able to add to your life as she has to mine. So I want to continue the conversation this week about how I work with my clients and the second phase of the program, Restoring Harmony. And the second month and phase and module of the program, Restoring Harmony, that I work with my clients on. This month is all about the mind and the brain that is in our skull. It is also known as the cephalic brain. We have about 86 billion neurons in our brains. They process and send information where synapses and electrical impulses, but also hormones, speak to each other. Now, we know that this part of our body is what allows us to communicate, master language, identify objects. It also allows us to be creative and have this conscious awareness. I want to share with you today a couple quotes from an incredible gentleman who is an author of numerous books. His name is Harville Hendricks, and he has two quotes that I really think are important and powerful for this segment of the program. In the first one, he says, joy is the human desire and our primary emotion. So I want you to just imagine when we're born, we are born pure light. We are born pure joy. We just came from source, God, creator, whatever you believe in. And so we are full of that energy. But we have experiences that sometimes create negative responses in our body, in our mind, and create negative patterns, behaviors, processes, thought patterns that just go then into this cycle and we carry these stories with us. And then we kind of are like, I don't want to live like this anymore. Like I'm done living in this space. But it's really hard to untangle that web and come back to joy. It really is such a process, but that is then what we try to do in our lifetimes. So coming back to joy. And this is where in this part of the program, the second month where my clients really experience the biggest transformations because they start to remove themselves from these negative patterns, behaviors, stories, thoughts that they've carried with them throughout the course of their life. Now, the second quote that Harville Hendricks says is, anxiety is primarily triggered by a ruptured connection. 
So when we have these connections, these neurons that are moving throughout our brain, when there is a rupture or a disconnect, this is where anxiety can come in. And anxiety is stress from worrying about the past or worrying about the future. What I do with my clients to help remove them from that mental space is to begin to create new neural pathways. That's the beautiful thing about our brain. I'm going to talk about this in a little bit, but it has the ability to change. You know the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks? That's not necessarily true. In this part of the program, in this module, I use these different types of techniques and tools to help my clients. And I like to offer all of them because we're all, right, these biodynamic human beings. And I talked about biodynamics, you know, how we're all genetically made up differently. We all have different needs. We have different upbringings. We're born in different parts of the world. And so everybody needs something different. So I love to offer a wide variety for my clients to choose. The first thing that I do is I start with meditation. It's definitely a buzzword lately, but it can come in a variety of different forms and ways. And I work with my clients through those different types throughout the program. Another thing that I do is we stimulate the vagus nerve, and I talked about the vagus nerve a couple weeks, but I'm also going to have a podcast just on the vagus nerve because it really is such a profound and important aspect of our body and essential for our healing and creating and restoring that harmony. I also offer journaling prompts, various breathing techniques, positive affirmations, and help my clients find a mantra. Now, these are all things that you can do today, but then there's more. Like, there's there's so many things, so I really had to narrow it down because that's one thing I find when I'm working with people. People feel health is so overwhelming. I really want to help my clients create health and harmony through bite-size phases. It's really hard to bombard someone and expect change because then they're going to get even more overwhelmed. And that's what we're trying to work on and trying to help heal. Now, I want to talk about meditation for just a minute. A lot of people say, I can't meditate. And they say this for various reasons. And I was one of those people. If you listen to podcast number 27, you kind of heard about my first introduction to meditation, which really didn't have a lot to do with meditating at all but it started to get me there. So just to kind of give you a brief history of where I landed with meditation, it wasn't really until I went through my yoga teacher training that I was really able to deeply and truly understand meditation and its effects on not only my mind, but on my body. I also learned the benefits of mantras, various breathing techniques, and chanting so profound, amazing. When I started my yoga teacher training, my teacher, Karen Carlson, she was actually on the podcast, Return Yoga. She is a wealth of knowledge and really takes yoga and looks at it from such a different perspective than what we do here in the Eastern society and does as much as she can to bring it truly to its root. 
But coming back to that, so she started us out in our program with meditating for like five minutes. And I remember like when we were meditating for five minutes, I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, like my leg is falling asleep. My thoughts were crazy. By the end of our four-week program, I was sitting there. We sat for 30 minutes and she rang the bell and I was like, what? It's over? No, I wanted to keep going. Like I wanted more. And that was like just the beginning for me. And then I was introduced to this book a few years back that was called Stress Less, Accomplish More by Emily Fletcher. And a lot of what I'm going to share in the rest of this podcast comes from that book and Emily's teachings. She is a whole wealth of knowledge and has a really beautiful story to tell. If you have not read that book, if you do not have a meditation practice, I would highly recommend starting there because she really goes into great depth of you know, having the conversation of what happens in our body and our mind when we start meditating. One thing that she says that I really love is we meditate to get good at life, not to get good at meditation. And this is really true. I'm speaking from experience that once you hear the multitude of benefits of meditating, you too will truly understand the depth and the truth behind the statement. Emily talks about the three M's, and I want to share those with you here. The three M's are mindfulness, meditation, and manifesting. So mindfulness is the practice of truly being in the here and the now. Like being so super present that when your child wants to speak with you, you put your phone away. When you're out to dinner with friends, you are in the moment and they can feel that the energy of you is so there. That you're just really present and in the moment. And meditation is the practicing of letting go of stress from the past. And I'm going to get into this a little bit more. And when we manifest, We are practicing taking actionable steps towards our dreams and desires. And I want to take this a little bit further and say taking inspired action steps towards our dreams and desires. Now, Emily in the book, she has her very own technique that she writes about and teaches about, and it's called the Z technique or Ziva technique, and she has a very specific prescription for this. The practices that I use in my program are similar-ish with a wider variety. The goal ultimately is to de-excite the nervous system and tap into our parasympathetic nervous system. When we de-excite something, we create order, and this allows our cells to find harmony and balance, as well as our organs and body systems to find harmony and balance, hence the title of the program, Restoring Harmony. Now, there are a plethora of positive changes and effects that one can achieve through meditation. So I'm going to give you just a few examples and see if this is something that you're like, I need to get on this train for sure. So the first is reducing stress. Also controlling anxiety. Meditation promotes positive emotional health. It creates more empathy. It improves our sleep. So if you heard the conversation from two weeks ago when I talked about sleeping better and just like 
that should be a goal of yours, this can really help get you there. Meditation can also help decrease blood pressure, reduce inflammation, which is going to help your gut biome, your gut brain, and improve your creativity and problem-solving skills. Now, here's a little bit about how it works. When we meditate, our left analytical side of our brain begins to connect more with the right creative and intuitive side of our brain which allows the brain to start weaving information back and forth, creating this true harmony within the brain. The longer we keep a meditation practice, meaning weeks, months, years, the thicker this connection becomes. And when this connection continues to thicken, we are able to truly look at all scenarios and situations in our life from such a different lens, which is where creating that deeper empathy for others really comes from. When we go into a meditative state, our body receives rest. And this rest is five times deeper than the sleep we actually receive at night. So if you're experiencing stress, anxiety, overwhelm, you are living in a constant and perpetual state of the fight, flight, or freeze response. Your body is constantly on edge. It's ready to fight whatever, even though there is not an immediate danger lurking at your door, your body is still living in that because that's the messages you're sending. You're sending this message like, oh my gosh, I have to get all these things done and I have to get this done for work and I have to get kids to the practice and I have to go grocery shopping and I have to make this meal and I have to make sure that it's healthy and right like we go into the state and we put our body there it takes a while for it to come out of that and to truly recover from that space so when we meditate we put our body into this rest and digest state And this naturally reduces inflammation because our body is not putting out the message that we're in this immediate danger, thus giving our stress response the critical break that it needs and that our body needs. It's important to understand the part of our body that feels stress does not understand language. And this is why, I mean, when in the history of ever, has someone said, calm down, you need to first calm down. And then that person's like, oh, yep, okay, I need to calm down. Now I'm calm. No, it doesn't work like that. And the reason is, because our stress response does not understand language, we have to tell it in another way. And we send that message to calm down through the three M's mindfulness, meditation, and mantras. So when we do that, our cells, our organs, and our body as a whole can just come to a very calm space and really rejuvenate itself in that rest and digest state. Emily shares in her book, and this is important to just kind of bring another picture to what's happening within your body of how stress can build up and become chronic over time. And I really love her example that she gives. So I want to share it with you here. So let's say throughout our days, 
we use up 10 units of stress or that's what our body is under, right? Is like 10 units of stress. When we go to sleep at night, now this is granted, we get normal sleep, we sleep well, we go through the three stages of sleep and rest, we get our seven to eight hours, we then release seven units of stress. So releasing seven units of past stress, stress from the previous day. So when we wake up, we have a residual of three. And then the next day, same thing. We are going through our day and there are 10 units of stress that we have gone through. Again, we go to bed, we release seven. However, those three compound. So that second day, not only did I wake up with three units of stress, but I have to add in the three from the day before. So now I have six units of stress. Now this is just, you know, thinking that day in and day out, there is no added stress, that there was nothing that changed from the stress of work, the stress of life at home, the stress you put on yourself, you know, any of that. That's just saying that that all stayed the same. So eventually it's like, okay, then the third day you have nine units that you wake up with and then 12 and 15 and 21. But then imagine something really significant happens. And throughout that day, there's 50 units of stress that comes up. Okay, well, you go to sleep and you only relieve seven. So now you have 43 units that you have from past stress. And this is how chronic stress can build up. So eliminating this chronic stress that builds up allows us to channel our energy into what we truly desire and co-create with the universe in this lifetime because our mind is clear and it's through the meditation that we can rewire our brain to more efficiently create this neuroplasticity. Now, neuroplasticity, I mentioned it at the start. I want to give you the definition here is the brain's ability to change itself. This is how we create new positive thoughts, new patterns, and new lifestyle behaviors. This is how we make real change. There's other ways to eliminate buildup of stress in the body. Now, I'm going to put this out there that these ways that I'm going to share with you now are not as deep as using the three M's, mindfulness, meditation, and mantra, but they are helpful. The first one is having a sauna session. We have a portable sauna, and that was like a non-negotiable for us when we moved into the camper. I was like, no, the sauna is coming with. This is when we downsized, it was like the sauna came with, and we use it all the time, especially in the winter. We've used it outside next to the river, which is super beautiful. It also fits in the living room of our camper, so I use it there too. Cold showers or a cold plunge is super helpful of relieving and eliminating some of that built up stress. We're really fortunate here in the Roaring Fork Valley, we have a number of rivers and it's snow melt. So they are very cold bodies of water. So we can, you know, take that cold plunge. Another one that I really love, and I'm going to do a podcast on this because there's been some really profound studies and information that have come from this and that is forest bathing and the benefits that people can receive from just taking a walk through a forest can be so healing. 
just 30 minutes of walking in the forest can really help reduce your stress. Now, the last one I want to say with just a little helpful hint, it's exercise. But like I mentioned a couple weeks ago, this isn't exercise like I'm running 12 miles a day. This is exercise that de-excites the body. So that means, you know, you're still relieving and getting rid of some of the stress through the movement because when we don't move our body, we create stagnation and stagnation equals ill health. So when we move the body, we move the energy, the chi within our body. And so exercise is important for that, but it's important not to overdo it. And I would recommend for relieving chronic stress is doing exercises that are a little bit more low key, like yoga, tai chi, those types of movements, definitely very beneficial. Now, I want to just talk a little bit more about the benefits of meditating and the impact that it has on the brain. The beautiful thing about meditation is it really is the fastest and the easiest way to begin reducing your stress right now. And it's because you can do it anytime, you can do it anywhere, and you don't need anything but just yourself. You don't even really need a quiet space. You don't have to light sage. You don't have to find your crystals. You don't have to find a meditation pillow. You can just be at your desk. You can be at your table. You can sit down on your bed, whatever, and you can just drop in. I often meditate when I'm on a flight. For example, whenever I fly to Minnesota, that little section (laughs) coming into and going out of Denver oftentimes is fairly turbulent. And in my mind, I don't obviously know anything about flying because I'm not a pilot, but I feel like it's because it is the mountains that create this turbulence within the airstream there. Just throwing that out there. If any of you know whether I'm right or wrong, I'd love to hear because I've just been saying this in my mind ever since we've been living here. But anyway, I'll be in my chair and you know, on a plane, right? Like you can hear the murmur of people around you, but I have been able to have such a practice where I can just close my eyes and my body drops right in to this meditative state. And it can, you know, get me through that rocky, bumpy section of the flight. And I just like, it feels like it's a minute, but maybe it's been 20 or whatever. So that's the beautiful thing about meditation is you literally can do it anywhere. If you are new to the meditation game, it's important that you understand to treat this like a detox. You might experience some things initially that are not super awesome. For me personally, when I started my meditation practice, I read about this, I heard about this, but I was fine. But I have heard of other people, and Emily Fletcher actually shares this in her book, like, One woman was sleeping like 16 hours a day when she began her meditation practice. Another person might experience like emotional roller coaster feelings, like maybe crying and not understanding why, or just having emotions and different things come up. And think about it, right? If you're 35 years old, your body is now releasing. 35 years of chronic stress that has built up. And what has happened to you in 35 years? Shit, 
Sometimes what has happened to you in 24 hours? Like things can happen so quickly. So it's really a detox process. And this is why it's important to have someone by your side while you work your way into learning the meditative process and the mindfulness practices and the various breathing techniques because you just don't really know. And it's nice to have someone that you can have confidential conversations with so that you know that what you're experiencing is normal. You can talk through some things that maybe came up that you totally forgot about. That is super, super critical when beginning the meditation game. It's really super simple that when we manage our stress, our body works better. And this is also true of the brain. Your brain is clearer. The fog is gone. You can be so creative in problem solving. You can be so on point with organization and getting things done. It almost feels like you have more time in your day. It's like, one of the wildest things to experience, but also one of the most beautiful things that I personally have experienced. So meditation is a great way to get you there. So the second month, the second module of the program Restoring Harmony is really that. That's where we get rid of the stress. We open up our channel. We find a clear space with beautiful, healthy, flowing energy from your gut brain to the brain in your head. And then we get into the third month, which I will share with you next week, Thursday. Have a beautiful week. And we'll see you then. Heal yourself. Heal the world. It's always an adventure. Adventure awaits. If something in this episode resonated with you, please subscribe to the Live Your Raw Life podcast and leave a review while you are there. When you rate and review the podcast, it opens up the platform to a wider range of listeners. Your support is greatly appreciated. Sending light love, and positive energy your way. We'll see you next week.